and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Here in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me a Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you to your favorite host. All you have to do to show support is with a few taps by leaving a little tip. That's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Buckle up, kids. It's about to be a bumpy ride. After the rumors of the worst Nash game in franchise history came true, Rue made sure that no chocolate bar would be harmed in the making of this episode. So what made it such a dud? You're about to find out. It's time to talk all things Drag Race Season 14, and joining me on this roller coaster is Emerald Star. Hello. Hi. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, are you doing a Snatch Game character right now? <laughs> yes. Uh, this is... The Instagram micro influencer at Benja Michael. Um, there it is. <laughs> fitness. Wow. Yeah. Now we're gonna dive into it specifically. They weren't bad choices. No, that's bad execution. Sad. Sad. Yeah, like I mean, we'll get into it obviously, but it's it's there was so much potential, and I was reading some third party like review articles and they were explaining like what would have made it phenomenal and yeah. i'm sure you know the same ideas that i had i'm sure the same like ideas that you and everybody else in the world had was like if you just did this tiny little thing yeah. it would have crushed it so well, uh, we're, just- we're we're also going to investigate what happened but before <laughs> that season 14 uh 10 episodes in are you enjoying it i am i uh I can't believe, like, the finale should have been last week. <laughs> so there's right. that. Um, well, I mean, what, what I've realized is, like, people are like, oh, my God, we're no eliminations. We did that at the beginning of last season. This is going to be the same runtime. It's yeah. just the eliminations happened or didn't happen as fast. So right. whatever. It's fine. No, I like, I like that it's not a predictable format, right? We generally yeah. know what is going to happen over the course of the season. But when, I like that this is kind of shaking up that narrative a little bit. Yeah. Um, and the personalities this time around are all over the place, which I think is cool. And the folks that I oh, hated, yeah. I hated episode one. I'm like, you are my winner forever. Ooh, we're going to find out who that is soon. Well, <laughs> let's dive in. Uh, we got what we wanted. The dancing babies dance. Jasmine and George just did it and they are safe to slay another week. Well, they, they will be there. May not be slaying though. Don't put any glass in your powder. They are going to cheer on the lip sync. Jasmine is still there. But George just was nervous about lip-syncing against Jasmine as she's the only bitch who could keep up with her. Okay, sure. Jasmine lip-synced twice, so she's gagged that Rue saves her again. But Daya starts off the episode in the mood, and also as the voice of the audience. She's irritated that there are still eight of them there. I love how Daya has become the Greek chorus of this episode. An unlikely, 
like an unlikely narrator that we are all feeling to your point, like exactly what Daya says is what we are all saying at home. Like, how is this happening? Like she was a villain for a while, but this episode she was like, no, 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 I'm you. And we're yes. like, we are, we are you, we get it. We, we're here for it. You're all the and villains. Daya, exactly. Now Daya will say that the lip sync wasn't that good. And Jasmine's like, oh, okay, let those feelings get to you and psych you out because if you lip sync against her, you're going to be sent home, blah, 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 blah. I I don't understand this rivalry, but we'll, we're going to find out why they are the way they are. But Angeria has to congratulate and cheer for Bosco for her win. She's feeling cute and shout outs Deja and thinks it might have been her moment too. But speaking of her, she's going to have a breakdown. That confessional, she is crying because she is not discrediting Bosco, but she is doing everything right and still can't get the win. Don't worry. Redemption is just around the corner. I'm ju- I'm just laughing through all of that because... I'm, like the edit was very clear. Like there was a narrative to be told during this episode, yeah. and it's with Deja's breakdown over <laughs> being in the top two. Like, <laughs> like I, mean, I get it. And like sometimes it's hard to not win and be so close. But I can't stand Deja Sky. She's so mediocre. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's like either be really good or really bad. I'm tired of of the like rose <laughs> fantasy. Right. Like being the top eight is fierce, and they have to listen to Jasmine at least one more week. Um, I want to note that either the show is listening to this podcast, or they just love to show my little baby pocket twink Georges in her undergarments on the couch. Second week in a row, I'm not mad. Keep it coming. It's <laughs> it's it's funny. It's I mean, again, we've all been there when you're just like, I need to get out of drag, and I'm just gonna. Yeah. Laugh until i have the energy to do it so i i, I feel it I, I get yeah, they're it. picking such a really cute little little, little twink to do it i'm here oh, for nice. it yeah well bosco says to deliver is not enough you have to transcend the challenge so hill will fuck it up this week everyone but more on that soon <laughs> it is a new day in the workroom and no one has gone home jasmine starts chatting about how she thinks she has the most to prove and even the show doesn't even want to hear mouth almighty app so they cut her off with the alarm i was like that's funny yeah. That's really good. Rue's going to enter with 24 karat tiger print because why not? Oh Do you God. have that jacket? Um, no, but I've been trying to find it on Amazon. Um, yeah. <laughs> good luck. For the mini challenge, they need to make wearable pop art wearing nothing but bubble wrap. Why? Because it's sponsored by Bubbly. Come on, product placement. Are you a fan of Bubbly water? Um. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the competitor. That's the competitor we can't mention on the podcast. LaCroix. Um, LaCroix. Whatever. We had an array of colors, like teal, blue, red, pink, and yellow. What colors would you have po- sp- uh, chosen in this moment? I would have done like a, uh, probably like a teal, something bright, like teal and pink okay. or like teal and yellow, just to be like spring. Um, sure. I actually, I made a look once out of clear bubble wrap and I thought I was iconic. It... <laughs> <laughs> they look like all of theirs it was garbage like literal garbage taped to your body but uh um, i get it you know i know what they're working with bosco says the room is the most devilish asmr as we cut straight to the sounds of duct tape what a beautiful sound that is it uh <laughs> i make my fucker <laughs> a little bit literally because yeah duct tape you know of course <laughs> now after 30 minutes it's time to see what the bitch has created uh, Georges is wearing exactly what you expect her to wear. It's pink and teal, and the mug is barely anything, and she is presenting a woman. That being said, she looked like she had swim floaties on. 
<laughs> the bubbles were that just made her look so big. Um, yeah, I, I was swim floaties is the perfect example. I was like, why do you look so like familiar but different? And it was a child, a little kitty pool child. Lady Camden really did look like Camilla Parker Balls. It is camp and it is ugly. Yes, I I think she was probably my favorite. Yeah. Angeria really pulled off a good looking garment. The mug was off and then the sides of the gown just broke apart. <laughs> I I was again was my favorite until it fully came apart and you yeah. saw side body. Um but yeah, it was good effort. Willow Pill is serving you those long arms again and can barely move in her bubble wrap. Uh, clearly, we know what she likes to do on a Friday night. <laughs> Diabetty is what nightmares are literally made of. It's like the Cynthia doll from Rugrats came to life and was going to murder you. Yeah, her makeup. All of their makeup was a choice. I know all of that was like a 30-minute 30 30 minute yeah. dress and makeup. But to your point, some of them looks like they had more time for their makeup and some of them just threw some shit on and yeah terrifying. <laughs> i'm gonna make a comment that is gonna shock everybody deja is looking better than she did on the runway the world is over <laughs> it's a taste thing it's got to be a taste thing yeah yeah and finally jasmine took the same colors as georgia's but this time she got titties and the titties are the focus until she loses that wig and then the wig less head is the focus well they all popped but the winner of the mini challenge is bosco does it really matter this was stupid this was all about bubbly yeah it was stupid um i don't know i kind of liked willows because it was so it was like the most stupid like she couldn't walk yeah. she wrapped herself literally so she just like was stupid i don't know i thought that was it was more of like a comedy challenge <laughs> yeah now rue is going to reveal that the main event is snatch game the Drag Race staple is here. Brace yourself. They have to pick a celebrity to impersonate and make us, a.k.a. Rue, laugh out loud. What could go wrong? Well, Rue, you asked that question. You better expect an answer. Who would you pick for Snatch Game? So I've been thinking about this a lot, and I am on the camp of pick somebody that is inherently not funny or no personality, and then give them a caricature that is absurd. So like my go-to sure. would be Victoria Beckham, right? You know that she just has this bitch face on and wears like high fashion. That is all we know about her. And she's like, yeah. David Beckham. There's so much that you can do with that, that, uh, I mean, the possibilities are endless because we know Well, nothing. it's interesting because two people did that theory and they bombed. So what what we now. I, I I mentioned um, during the UK versus the world, I, I had two Snatch King characters should I ever have to do it for something. My male version would be Alan Carr because it's so funny, so easy. I could pull it off. My female version has already been taken and I can never do it now because I was, after Halloween 2021, New York's premier Kathy Bates impersonator as I did Misery first. Not really everyone else did Misery. But come on, bag of chips. That's not fair. I love Misery, and that was so good. Yeah, hers was... But, that it, was but it goes back to the character who may be a little dry, but you could do whatever with it. It was hilarious. Oh. 
Well, let's get ready to talk about Snatch Game. The spirits are generally high. Bosco tells us that the celebrity illusion was a very important part of drag history, as it was the most popular type of drag for a very long time, and it's an important skill set to have. I fully still agree. I think yeah. every drag artist needs to have one celebrity impersonation, not just illusion. You got to impersonate them. We got to, doesn't need to sound like them. You got to, you have to have the energy. Mm-hmm. Mannerisms, energy, the look, the whole thing. I, yeah, I agree. Um, every time I, I have this huge blonde wig and every time I put it on, people are like, oh, are you doing Dolly? And I'm like, sure. no. I, I mean, yes, I will. But like, there's more to Dolly Parton than just the big wig. And now I'm like, maybe I should incorporate more of Dolly into my repertoire. But like, yeah, I think the, the character development and impersonation is is important. But Camden is going to put on a large Elizabethan collar and Angeria, who is apparently very uneducated, asks if she's doing Prince. Prince? Girl, she would have been canceled! <laughs> she's white! Oh. I, have, I, I, I thought maybe she meant like the prince, like the prince of England at first, and then she, it, that's not what she meant. <laughs> yeah. Nope, she meant prince. Um, she will be doing William Shakespeare. Listen, that could have been and should have been a slam dunk. Yes. More on that soon. Willow is thinking she will do Drew Barrymore. She is her favorite, and she's well-known, funny, and everyone loves her. Bosco shares she'll be doing Gwyneth Paltrow. She has a plan and she likes her plan. It's less about the actress and more uh, as a new age snake oil salesman. Go to her website. It's insane. Vagine Candles. Do you have any goop? I do not, but I've been obsessed with it for a while. I don't really want to pay money for vagina things. Um. <laughs> but if, if, if there was a listener on this podcast who said, Emerald, Michael, we will send you goop. Would you accept it? hundred percent. I will Great. post about it. I will support it. I Listeners, am- we want goop. We want goop. <laughs> yeah, it's goop. I can't. I just don't get it. Like, you have to be so delusional in yourself to feel like, yeah, vagina candles are what the world needs. But, it, and it's like, are we all in on a joke or are we not in on a joke or is there no joke? Listen, like, listen. Know. What is the name of her first child? What is it, like Apple? Correct. She's crazy. Yeah, that's true. But she she originated the weird names of children. <laughs> she did. She is the one that made that a thing, so. Look maybe- at the doors Gwyneth Paltrow opened for Grimes. <laughs> All right, well, Georges is thinking Bosco and Willow will surprise them and turn it up as usual. And Rue arrives because pure chaos, as she does with Snatch Game Day now. Um, we should be thankful, I guess, that she didn't actually on camera tell anyone to do someone that they weren't going to do. Yeah. I Wolf. wonder how that would have gone. Like, would we have gotten Wolf. a better Snatch Game? <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. Well, Georgia arrives first with her cutoff shorts and halter top, to which Rue believes it's going to be Gallagher. And George is like, what? Who? Obviously, you're familiar with Gallagher, correct? No. <gasps> no! God damn it. Gallagher is that crazy man that would smash uh, watermelons. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's Gallagher. You're not even a Gen Zer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Georges is going to reveal that it's the girl Rue worked with on Broad City, Alana Glazer. Oh, no. Georges watches the show all the time and feels confident. 
Rue, of course, wants to hear what the other choices were. If she had Selena or Aubrey Plaza. This is my plea. To future contestants, hire me as your Snatch Game coach and consultant. Whoever told this child these options were going to be good for someone who cannot act played her. Georges, demand a refund who, for whoever made you do this. Three terrible choices for you. Yeah. I'm speechless because, like, I would never think to do Alana Glazer because that is a very funny person, both as a character and as a person. And Georges is, is not. <laughs> there's, there, there's something... Well, even with Aubrey Plaza, Aubrey Plaza, if the right person gets her, like Bosco could have done Aubrey Plaza because they have the same humor. Georgia doesn't get that humor. She can't act. And that's the problem with the three people she picked. Obviously, no one can do Selena because uh, problematic. To make her funny, it would go across the line. It wouldn't work. Um, Unless Yolanda's there, it's not going to work. A lot of Glazer and Aubrey Plaza, they're already comedians. If you're not a comedian, you're not going to be able to get their nuances because they're so intricate. Yeah. Who would I have suggested off the top of my head for George's? I don't know. I'm not sure I have a a definitive answer right now, but this was the wrong direction to go. Agreed. I I guess I'm confused because somebody at... RuPaul's Drag Race, some producer got fired because there were people that watched all of these Snatch Game auditions and they're right. like, yep, yeah, all these are good. <laughs> right. And like, George's had three terrible choices. <laughs> you know her. Or they didn't think she was going to make that far. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, Ru asked to hear some Aubrey Plaza and George's cannot do it on the spot. I mean, Aubrey Plaza, again, like I said, would have been done incredibly well if it was done by a comedian. Ruth says that her heart goes out to gorgeous because Georges, because for weeks and weeks she can tell underneath the bravado she's an innocent child. Her emotions are under the surface. She says she has to figure out how to bring that lip sync energy to the snatch game. Ruth's going to tell her to not see herself from the outside, see herself from the inside. She's not in the moment when she's on the outside. Okay, fine. Good advice to a child who still is learning who they are. Like yeah. literally, Georges is learning how to walk as an adult. Yeah. Next is Diabetti. Rue tells her the glasses really gave it away. It is Ozzy Osbourne, who is a lovely man, according to Rue. And I'm like, okay, sure. Um, Rue tells Diabetti that he's a fan of the show and asks if she'll embarrass him. And she hopes not, but she's nervous. Diabetti is not a celebrity impersonator. She knows Ozzy stumbles over his words. So she hopes if it's uncomfortable for her, it'll fit into the character. This was a smart choice. This could have been brilliant. Ruth says that if you love Ozzy, she'll get Ozzy. Ruth tells you that people tell her she's like Crystal Method because she loves her and she picks up her mannerisms. Whatever she did with Crystal, do with Ozzy. What is it with Rue and isms? I... It's the new, it's the new um, inner saboteur, I feel like. Oh, yeah. She hasn't said that this entire season, but she keeps talking about the isms. You're right. Uh, and, and UK versus the world was all about isms. I was like... Yeah. Is this just like the word of the year? What are we doing here, Rue? <laughs> huh. I, I, Angeria, I, I like her. Okay, she, there, she's, she's. I would go have a drink with her. She'd be fun. She's lovely, darling, and she's gonna come visit Rue. And we're about to have the biggest curveball of the Snatch Game. She's doing Tammy Brown, the girl who's been on the show. That's what Rue said about her. The girl who's been on the show. Yeah, she hates her, doesn't she? I, she, I mean. I think Tammy Brown 
Tammy Brown makes me uncomfortable. Um, I saw Tammy Damn. Brown live once and I was like sweating. <laughs> was like well, this- I, uh, at DragCon 2019, I, when I was doing my walk around interviews, um, I got to interview her, but like, uh, usually like you'll go to the, um, their assistant or the whoever's with them and ask, do an interview, whatever. Um, and they're like, make sure you talk about the Browns, the, the, her new show and everything, a new season. And I like, was like, oh, absolutely. Um, got a project plug, plug, we'll do it. And I'm talking to Tammy and I'm like, um, I hear you have a new season, the Browns coming up. And it was like, she didn't even know what was going on. I was like, <laughs> I don't know how to recover. Uh, Cause she's crazy. Like you, it, but she was lovely. Absolutely a darling person. Yeah. But Nigeria here. Um, it was a choice. And it was, I didn't, I, even after that, once we saw it, I didn't, I still couldn't understand how, what I was seeing was right from Drag Race. <laughs> well, for those who don't know who she is, Angeria was literally forced to say, it's the bitch who told RuPaul, she don't see her walking children in nature. Why is she doing Tammy? We still don't have an answer, but what is her favorite Tammy Brownism? It's the physicality. Will that be what is going to pull it off? Andrea says that she's been doing great in the beginning, but she's not pulling out the wind. So Rue tells her to luxuriate in Tammy Brown. What's that mean? Rue doesn't even know. Neither. It's it's not it's an Angeriaism, though, that's for sure. Now Jasmine visits Rue. And she will be coming out not as a 40-year-old woman, but as a 50-year-old woman. Plus 10. Bitch, you're doing the character and you don't even now know how old she is. She's 64. Call me for Snatch Game advice. Stop doing this, people. So why Jasmine is doing Betsy DeVos is just, one, ill-timed and so last administration. She says she may be a wretched hag, but Rue claims no one has ever come for Betsy DeVos before. Little does she forget Scarlet Envy did her in the musical. Selective memory, Rue. Or the (laughs) producer forgot to tell her in her ear. Right. I think... This was, a, again, one of those choices that, if done right, because we don't know anything about Betsy DeVos other than she was the Secretary of Education under Trump, right? Like, and she was terrible at a job. Right. So, like, play, like that's, we don't know. I mean, you kind of know what she, she sounds like, but normal people don't. Um, there are so many ways to go with this, and Jasmine decided to be a better version of Betsy right. DeVos. It's like, that's not, the, that's not funny. That's sad because she didn't do her job. Now, Rue wants to know who she'll be channeling, her mom, her grandma, Satan. And I'm going to pretend that was a reference to the church lady because the way she said it was very church lady. Now, also, if we want to pull out a Dana Carvey and do church lady, I'm here for that and Snatch Game. That would be brilliant. Yes. yes. Um, and if you don't know who church lady is, y'all go watch SNL. Well, Jasmine is going to say that she's going to do a conglomeration of super evangelical women mixed with Kellyanne Conway. Which makes no sense. Do Kelly and Conway then? They're yeah. two totally different people. And the her uh, Betsy DeVos look could have just been Kelly and Conway without yeah. the glasses. Like, I mean, just because Kate McKinnon has played both Kelly and Conway and Betsy DeVos does not make it the same person. And <laughs> also, Jasmine, Jasmine is not uh, Kate McKinnon. So no, no, no. <laughs> I want to see her as a guest judge. That would be fun. That would be, be good. All right. Well, Jasmine says she'll be doing a Southern accent and it doesn't fit, but it'll be there. Um, who's advising her? This is embarrassing. 
But Jasmine's feeling good. She gets it home. She has more confidence that Rue saved her for a reason. And cue that eye roll from Daya. Uh, she has yet to see anything Jasmine do that's fantastical aside from lip-syncing in the bottom. She's good with this shade. What? Why do they hate each other? What is it? It doesn't make sense, or we don't know, I, other than Jasmine's annoying to Daya. Do we think Daya wishes she was Jasmine when she was younger? Does she <laughs> wishes she had those long, gorgeous locks? Because Daya's bald. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe she wishes she was 5'9 instead of 6'4. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, I'll take 6'4 for a day. Let me try it out. Seriously. All right, Deja comes to Rue, who has no idea who the clues are leading to, but alas, it's little John. Yeah, what? Okay. Rue says that's so stupid, and it is still stupid. Did I like watch the yeah, what, okay uh, video on YouTube on repeat to prepare for this podcast? Yeah, I did. 100%. Oh my God. It doesn't Lil get Lil John is a rapper. It does not. Lil John is a rapper from the ATL. He is totally up Deja's alley as she says yeah all the time. Her other choice was Abby Lee Miller, which Rue says would work, but she is set on Lil John. Okay, I'm here for Abby Lee Miller too. Yeah, I would like to see. I wish I would like to see both of them, and I think they'd be great. I would like to see someone do Abby Lee Miller. I don't want Deja back on the show, so someone right. else go figure it out. Pick it up. Pick it up. Um, <laughs> Deja will be making Lil Johnisms to make Rue laugh. And Ruth says almost, she almost won last week, but Snatch Game is her chance to win. Deja has never done impersonations before, but Ruth says, just find your frequency and do that. Is what she did in her Dragon panel. Luxuriate, frequency. Ruth picking up a dictionary. Look at her. Yeah, I, I was excited for uh, Little John, Little John. Um, yeah. I were how Deja was going to have that energy, which again, Rue was like, find the frequency. Um, so I think she was feeling the same way. Like it could have been good, which we'll get to, yeah. um, but there is a specific type of energy needed. And Deja is just like jolly and not in yeah. a John way, but something, something clicked. I think it was because everyone else was that bad. I, I think you're right. <laughs> Lady Camden reveals she's doing William Shakespeare. She's not a big fan of the bard, but it's a fun way to make fun of who she is. Rue thinks it's a good idea and tells her to make up as much as she can. We didn't know what he was like, so she has free reign. She's going to reveal that her backup was Joanna Lumley from that hit television program from the UK. Absolutely fabulous. Rue tells her that maybe Shakespeare acted like Joanna Lumley. So now Willie Shakespeare is going to be a party animal. And that, I am fully convinced, is why she failed William Shakespeare. Yep. She, she Rue led her down the wrong road. She should not have done it. Now, uh, for those who are not familiar with the show, uh, Something Rotten, the fun little musical, William Shakespeare's a character, and he's a pompous asshole. That's funny. That's what she should have done. Yeah, I, I wonder. I'm. I to your point. I wonder what her initial idea was before Rue gave her that little interesting piece of advice. Yeah. Um. Camden is stumbling in her confessional, and that's really just a setup for what is going to happen with her. Oh, and Rue's going to announce that the runway is Holy Couture. Can't blame the queens for that horrid choice. That's on Rue. Yeah, yeah, that was that was not it. 
Well, before we get to this, the Snatch Game stage, Deja tells the room that she will definitely be doing Little John and she will be saving Abby Lee for All-Stars and leave it to Miss Angie to tell her that she will definitely need to come back. Shade. <laughs> that was funny. All right. Let's get ready to be cringy. Yes. We have two contestants. Raven, what's her secret to looking so fabulous? Six hours and a lot of duct tape. So real talk. Who did she replace? Which celebrity was caught with the Rona? That's a yeah, good good question. Or if it was deliberate, it's because they're both birds, Dove and Raven. Oh yeah, huh? So I'm not sure which one it is. That's interesting. Yeah, I the bird thing. I think it's the bird thing. I think it's a bird thing, which is still weird. Um, and we have the wonderful Dove Cameron. Her secret to looking gorgeous half the time is Raven, but double the duff tape. <laughs> uh, lots of duct tape in this episode. Yeah. Are you familiar with the Dove Cameron? I was not pre this show. Um, but so you have not watched the Descendants trilogy on Disney Channel? I have not, no. Do you like Disney villains? I do. Do you like the offspring of the Disney villains? Mm-hmm. That's the show. Basically, there are three like, uh, musicals about the offspring of the Disney villains. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really, and they go to high school together, and they're they're uh, yeah. cool and bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's cute. Um, let's meet the stars. It's the Bard himself, William Shakespeare. Good morrow, Sir Lady RuPaul. How art thou today? All right, we're starting out good. This is good. Thou is feeling fine. Ru's gonna say to be or not to be is the real, really the question. Ru. Well, Willie Shakes hopes so because he's got an answer for her, and it's hanging low. Okay, Ru. We're taking the, the this barn and working well. It's the disgraced former Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. She says hello to Senator Booker, which is funny because they're cousins. She did her homework. Is reading fundamental? She says reading is important and school choice. You know, you need to be able to pick whatever school you want to go to. And Rue doesn't know because she's high uh, high school dropout. Okay, so really diving into Betsy DeVos to a to a to to a realistic place. Not yeah, pull out. That was it was too intellectual. And that's saying yeah. a lot. Now it's one of the original drag race girls, Tammy Brown. Oh boy, I don't know what Angie was doing, but it was not Tammy Brown. Who believes she almost won this thing? Actually, she didn't. Not a chance, neither time. She was never gonna win this show. No. And I don't know, Angeria, I understand the mannerisms and the isms, but it was, I, she was like having a- There's a voice. There's a voice. There's a aloof- And there are certain catchphrases. Yes. This was not, this is why I didn't really know that it was the same Tammy Brown from Drag Race. I thought it was, I was like Tammy Brown. And then I was like, Tammy Faye? Am I thinking Tammy Uh Faye? Next, it's the broad and broad city, Alana Glazer, who isn't sure if she wants to be there or be inside Rue. Apparently, according to Rue, she can be both. Alana's from Brooklyn, and her favorite things from Brooklyn are weed and ass. Why it just gotta be Brooklyn? It's all over. Universal. Yeah. It's movie star with her own talk show, Drew Barrymore. Willow gets the exaggerated list as she is so excited to meet Rue, and Rue reminds her that they have worked together on another show for an entire summer. That show would be called World's Best, and Willow is out. She's like, I tapped out. I just fucked up the entire game right there. Um, 
after getting out of bed at 6.60 and doing a sun salutation to her statue of Steven Spielberg. Rue wants to know if she would do a sequel to E.T. And Drew says it would be rated R and called E.T. Phone My Home. Willow, we had so much hope for you. I was I was on board until that. Yeah. Even with, even with the, the fuck up of working in the summer and not, not remembering, you know, Drew Barrymore is, is aloof. Yeah. Willow looked and sounded like her. The mannerisms were there. I, it was just not, yeah, just didn't happen. Little John is in the house and Deja nailed it. Yeah. Uh, what does pimp juice taste like? His hose right there. AKA Drew Barrymore and Gwyneth Paltrow. That is the reality show we deserve. Yes, I am not exaggerating when I spit out my wine as I was drinking. I was drinking and I was like, that, like, it couldn't have been the stupider setup of Drew Barrymore, Lil John, and Gwyneth Paltrow. I want yeah. that pin. I need yeah. that pin to answer questions about everything. <laughs> All right. Well, it's Oscar winner Gwyneth Paltrow, and Bosco has decided really to destroy her. That voice wasn't even close. But where does she keep her Oscar? In her bathroom. But she is focused on her business droop, though. That's what they can say on television without getting sued for mentioning the real company. She has a candle coming out, and it will smell like Yannick, not like weed and ass as Raven likes. Okay, she 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 had an idea. Bosco is is a smart lady. She knows what to do. She just went with it and did not adapt. Yep. She stuck to her plan and did not deviate despite all outside forces telling her to yeah. get it together. Well, it's Black Sabbath frontman Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Rue asks if he's, uh, if he's eaten any pigeons. He says he ate that dove. He asks if it's how it's its head and it said nothing because it was fucking dead. I was like, okay, this is good. This we're starting off really strong. Um, also, Dove was there and I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, so did I. <laughs> All right. Not a bad intro. Overall, I thought we're, we're going to have some tops, bottoms, middles. This is going to be good. We're going to be good. First question to Raven. Prince Harry has become true Hollywood royalty. Even his blank has a red carpet. Raven would like to say crotch, but says toilet. Tammy Brown says his old nut bush. It's Tina, Tina Turner. And apparently she's a big influence on her. And no one can understand a word that's coming out of Angeria's mouth. It was a train wreck. <laughs> was... I know she likes Tina Turner, but that's not what Tammy Brown's about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Drew has not had him on the show yet. Her show yet. Her answer is vegan sausage with smashed avocado. She loves avocados as she wants to be buried under an avocado tree when she dies so people can have her on their toilet and on their toast. And all they were looking for was toilet. Um, I didn't get the reference. I don't know if this is a Drew Barrymore thing or if it's just supposed to be like a hippy-dippy Hollywood thing. Didn't work. Didn't land. Nope. Bill Shakespeare says mischievous as a midnight puck. Prince Harry loves a good fairy tale. Bad, but in confessional, my sweet baby pocket twink George's thinks Lady Camden is doing Beethoven. <laughs> Sweetheart, you got two daddies now. Put let them put you in college, please. Yes. <laughs> Beethoven? Oh my god. I that's like drag race Italia. We're not doing that one over here. Yeah. 
Betsy DeVos says his Bible as it deserves a red carpet. She reads it every day as God's words deserve a red carpet. Could have been funny. Could have been, but it wasn't. <laughs> and Lil John, yep, he says grill as Deja's comes out. Hilarious. I don't know if that was what was supposed it was not, to not. No, no way in hell. It could not have happened. But It was so good. <laughs> All right. Dove's question is, Bianca Del Rio loves living in Palm Springs. It's hot and dry and filled with old men, just like her blank. And Dove says, sold out concerts. And it's like, concerts? Bianca doesn't do a concert, but... Yeah, that stand up sets. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth says meet and greet lines, which is adjacent, and it's a match. She has something in the works that Drew to help with the hot and dry kombucha, which was bleeped. Um, it is fertilized. Did you get the joke? Because I didn't either, Kelly to Camden. <laughs> I did. Um, but like, what what is kombucha I, and and Gwyneth Paltrow? No, I mean just like kombucha in that it's like. Um, dippy thing but they also come and it's fertilized okay fertilizing so i don't i don't i would say maybe so there's there's not really a joke there (laughs) i guess that's why we there it is (laughs) ozzy answers meet and greet we're supposed to be doing funny here people ladies you're not actually supposed to be matching it's the opposite of what this game is actually about yeah Alana Glazer reveals that she went diving in Dove's coochie monster before coming there and everything just got very awkward. But her answer is old ass pussy. It's quiet on set. No one's joke is landing. They are the punchline. Yep. And then little John answers pimp cup because remember Crank ain't dead. Do the A-Town stomp. Everyone's just guest starring in the little John show. Even Dove can, can do the yeah. How's your yeah? Yeah, not good. <laughs> no, you're not Lil John. It's okay. It's fine. Um, Raven's next question is: Carson Kressley is a bit of a germaphobe. He won't shake your hand, but he will shake your blank. She says your groove thing. Yeah. Betsy says her team didn't prep her for this specific question, and then she ruins the joke by explaining that her team preps her for hearings. You ruined it. Come on, learn comedy. Her answer, though, is she will follow up with the answer in the next week. If she got rid of that middle part, it would have been fine. She ruined it. If you got to explain a joke, it's not a joke. I feel like she was trying to let people know she was educated. <laughs> like, she wasn't, like, she understood political processes, and it's like, this is not the time or place. We don't care. <laughs> well, Shakespeare says globe as he loves a pendulous globe or two. Didn't work. I was like, globe, come on. Old globe, we're getting there. No, it didn't. didn't nope. Work. All Shakespeare had to do was just the, put a TH at, all, at the end of every word. Throw out characters from the plays. You had the material. There is enough there. Lady Camden, you botched it. Gwyneth Paltrow says he shakes children. And then Ozzy says that they must have similar parenting techniques as he answers children too. Now Bosco's convinced that Daya is copying her answers, but Ozzy says no, because he can't read. Listen, for those who watch the actual match game, that's a thing. You copy each other's answers because you don't know what to write down. You want to be funny. And you also want to help usually the contestant get money. 
I think Daya was bombing so hard that she's like, I don't know what to write, and just literally was copying and was yeah. trying to figure out how to make it work. Yeah. I yeah, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know. She may have under she may have like wanted to incorporate the match game tactic, but yeah. That should have come out if that was a thing, you know? Yeah, she didn't give an explanation to it. Yeah. Rue is going to give a layup to Tammy Brown as he says he might not shake children, but he might walk them in nature. And Tammy says she saw him walking her children in nature. What? (laughs) What? I have no idea. And also, what is an accent? What's going on here? Yeah. As Ruth says, thank you, Wanda Sykes. It, it, every, <laughs> I mean, there was Wanda Sykes. There was Tina Turner. There were so many things in that Tammy Brown that, uh, yeah, I don't know. A lot of says she smoked with that bitch the other day and says joint. And then Deja gives us a confessional where she says she thinks she's doing great, but she hasn't laughed once at anyone else. And hashtag same. Yeah, um, she wasn't wrong. Well, that's the show, and Dove's the winner because she gets to go home after this. <laughs> yeah. They all miss moments. Tammy Brown didn't have any Teletubbies teleport us to Mars or say she didn't even say Tootsie Lou. Uh, gone. Ozzy's Sharon, MIA. All you got to do is Sharon. And you got Ozzy. It's there. Uh, hire me to help you, future contestants, please. Please. And, and like Daya looked great. And I think maybe it was Dove. Somebody was saying that th- there was an emphasis on visual impersonation yeah. and not so much on the actual like comedy, which is very clear because they all tried to look a certain way, but not really make anything funny. The ups Mio, they got through Snatch Game. Daisy is feeling relieved as it was the one challenge she was terrified of. She knows she did it well. George thinks she will be the one in the bottom as she was bitter boots at herself. She knows she was weak. Bosco knows it was not her shining moment and she really wanted to deliver, but she did not. Daya wants to know who George thinks might be also in the bottom. And she says Willow as she thought she would go in and fuck it up, but she faded into the back. She also thinks Jasmine. Bosco says everybody better know their words and that's the tea. Willow's going to be disappointed as the pressure was on. People know she is comedic, and this is everyone's favorite thing in the world. Snatch game is harder than you ever think it's going to be. Words are hard. Words are very hard. Yes, they are. And so is the fact that this fucking background. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like, you are blurred. You are fading into the background. What is happening? I don't know. I'm trying to... Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Weird. Well, Willow's going to hope her runway will be the redemption as she is excited by her look. She is going to be fungus. She worships mushrooms because she thinks they're the coolest thing on the planet. She shares that she went through a phase where she was absolutely terrified to die. And thankfully, she was able to come to terms with it. But psychedelic mushrooms helped her through it. Shrooms, baby. Now, I'm not going to out you here and ask if you've done shrooms. But shrooms. I have not done shrooms. I will out myself. I've not done shrooms, but I was very excited for this look because I was not expecting holy, whatever the holy couture. I was expecting a lot of nunnery. Oh, we go, we go and discuss what I think happened with the holy couture. Um, but yeah, um, I've 
apparently done shrooms once, but it don't didn't really affect me. Um, it was like in a, in a, a, a cocktail and I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, but it was also when I was, I first started to have a major back issues. So I was in so much pain. I don't think anything was going to get through my body. If, if I were to do shrooms, I would want to be in the world that Willow created with that look. I want that yeah. to be. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, no. We were going to talk about what she, when she explained with that look. And that's one of my literal fears. And I was like, yeah. oh no. Yeah. Um, she says that mushrooms are beyond the fun stuff as it is the circle of life. It breaks everything down before it dies to make something new. We look at fungus as something nasty, but so is her drag. She knows the judges like her style and she's hoping it'll be Jasmine versus George's part two, The Reckoning. She does want to be featured in it though. Um, but we got an educational um, experience for about shrooms. I wish Betsy DeVos taught us it. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been good. Now, as Jasmine is painting, she is feeling so pretty and Daya says... That a drag queen's best feature is delusion. Also funny. All of their funny stuff was outside of the snatch game take. <laughs> um, on a scale of one to delusion, where do you fall? Uh, like a uh, post breakdown delusion. I'm like, I've, I've been delusional, broken down, and now I'm like on the recovery, but uh-huh. super delusional. All right, we're on the main stage. As we say hello, say hello to Roost and wearing a stunning gown. I loved it. Come on, center slit. I thought that was pretty. Yes. We have Michelle getting rare by the day. Carson Cressley and Dove Cameron's back. Category is Holy Couture. And in honor of the runway, we are going to play Praise It or Sacrilege. Okay, great. Um, if Listeners, if you ever want to find the looks, uh, they're always available on drag.looks on Instagram. Um, that whoever runs that account does a fantabulous job because the people who run the World of Wonder account and Drag Race account do a terrible job and never update it consistently. Yeah. I, like literally, literally left Lemon out of their uh, final runway uh, post. I was like, is it because Lemon didn't fit because the, the Maple Leaf was so big or y'all just shading her or whatever? Yeah. Hire me! Someone hire me, please. Anyway, we're going to start off with Deja Sky. Mm-hmm. She thought she was serving a cool Met Gala look, but instead this is trash. Once again, there's no style. Not that belt. Everyone has that belt. I've seen that belt on Amazon. Why are you wearing it on Drag Race? I have two of them. And I literally told my husband, I was like, that's the belt that I always wear in black. And he's like, yes, it is. Not the hair the- was The hair was so pedestrian. The sleeves look unfinished. She is lucky Lil John was good or she would have been in trouble. Yes. So... I have a lot to say about the snatch game and the runway combination scoring, but we'll save that for the end. Yeah. Uh, Michelle says she was the one that was really funny. She had answers for everything and she didn't take it too seriously. Carson says she's a big personality. You want to pop and stand out. Dove says she did a wonderful job and calls her such a star. Um, I'm going to sacrilege it. It was sacrilege. I do not like it at all. Sacrilege 100%. Audience, go ahead. You're supposed to be Joan of Arc inspired. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, I knew I, before she said it. I knew it was Joan of Arc because I could see the armor, but it was just poorly executed. Uh, yeah. It's 16 percent uh, praise. It 84 percent sacrilege. No one liked it. Valid. Next, we have Jasmine Kennedy. I like the attempt here. There is a little something more Met Gal about this. 
The halo is quite grand and not something we're used to seeing with her. The eye makeup is making her look cross-eyed, which I know was not her intention. The garment is strong and fits well, and we love the Iris Van Herpen um, after reveal. Um, It was fine. It was good. Yeah, I, I, yes, comparatively, I liked this better. I don't, I didn't care for the reveal. I didn't know. I didn't need it. Um, and the second look, the revealed look was way more cohesive and, and more elevated than the first. Unfortunately, when you're trying to do anything spiky, Iris Van Herpen, um, Bimini did it better than all of y'all going to do it. Period. Michelle says Betsy DeVos was a funny choice on paper. She thinks she thought she had to know things about education. Carson says she took Betsy DeVos's job more seriously than Betsy DeVos did. Rue says, as Trinity the Tuck said, where are the jokes? Jasmine says she thought she was giving jokes that were good, but Rue says, but she didn't get any laughs. In Jasmine's head, she was laughing, and that's what we call delusion. <laughs> Dove thinks she looks beautiful, loves tattoos, and can tell astrology means a lot to her. I will give it a, a, a praise. I, I did like it. Yep, same. I'm a praise. The audience, 77% praise it, 23% sacrilege. Next up, Angeria Harris Van Michaels. She's serving you camp. I love it. It's Southern, and I feel like it's full Angeria. The hat is divine. The paddle is hilarious. This is the Angeria we love to see. Yep. Agreed. It was, again, everybody's take was so random um, that this was a good choice for Angeria. Rue is living for the joint pointerisms of the look. Carson says the fit is perfection. The accessories are gorgeous. It's a revelation. Michelle says she chose one of the most entertaining queens and she has so much to offer and felt it was one note. Dove says it wasn't one of her favorite performances, but she fell in love with her because she was having so much fun. Rue says it wasn't good enough because we all know Tammy Brown and she has all the isms. She tried it. It just didn't work. It felt confined. The look, I'll give a praise it. Praise the audience, 88, no, 80% praise it, 20% sacrilege. Next up, Willow Pill. She's a mushroom fairy and I have nothing. It's weird and as Dragula as we're going to see on the show. It's not my favorite. I'm actually a tad uncomfortable. It's the lips and the eyes. It's a no. Bleeding tooth fungus is like a phobia. Peace out. I will move on. Please, you can praise it. You're, you're allowed to praise it. Please praise it if you like to. This was probably one of my favorites. I loved it. It was, it made no sense. This is, I mean, the the detail of like her actual gums bleeding. <laughs> no, very well thought out. Completely random. You know, nobody was going to do fungus for Holy Couture, no. and she did. And it, I mean, it, it was a good fit. I don't know. I liked it. Michelle says she was excited when she first started out, so as she had the lisp and how her mouth moves, and she believed she was her, but it was boring. Dove says energetically she could feel her insecurities about it, and she could feel her looking to Rue for approval of the jokes. Carson says the look is fun. It's how the Wiggles would explain psychedelics. And Rue asks who made the outfit. She says Ida Birthing, but Rue speaks over her as she was, she doesn't know who, and then mocks her name as Uma Thurman. And I was like, we're finally giving a, a shout out to a designer and you're mocking it? Come on. Yeah, I didn't understand that. And then when Will was like, oh, I get it now, I don't i don't get it no she was she was playing around she was like i don't want to get eliminated i will play with your joke 
Um, I'm gonna, I, I because I have such a phobia with teeth and bleeding gums and all that stuff. I have to give it a sacrilege. It's a personal thing. Willow, yeah. I think you're incredible, but this is a personal thing here. I am gonna praise it because you're allowed I, to. Yeah, I'm allowed. The to. audience did too. The audience, seventy-five percent praise it, twenty-five percent sacrilege. Daya Betty. She's telling us she's Frankenstein to Gaga Judas look, but I'm just not seeing it. It's so underwhelming. Like, what? She is swimming in the material. I hate the heels. They make little sense for her already being a giant drag queen. And then the fall because of those terrible goddamn heels. It was not Camden. It was not meant to happen. Um, This was a holy miss. The only thing I liked about it was the hair because... But it, like it didn't go with the look. It was like it looked like Egyptian with the hair and the makeup. Yeah. Uh, but then the the look was a a mess. It, and Michelle said it best. Like it it was the wrong length. It was that length that is yeah. super awkward, especially when you're six four. Well, Carson says her performance and her runway were both very literal interpretations that we've seen before. He wants to a drag twist. He wanted her calling out to Sharon, get unconscious, and get insane. Michelle says the Mary the Night moment is fun, but the length of the dress is falling at the horrible place, so she would have gone short as she has a gift of height, and she should exploit that. It is a sacrilege for me. Same. The audience, 21% praise it, 79% sacrilege. Georges, we love weed. The devil's lattice meets the Pope. Michelle must be freaking out because it's green. I'm going to say the purple hair is my favorite part about it. I was like, I didn't expect it. And I didn't know I wanted it. Also, yeah. Laganja wants her look back. <laughs> I uh, I like the purple hair. I like the stony in the hair. I am confused about the shoes and confused about the huge paper blunt that was just yeah. like a pop from Reefer Madness from like a high school production. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this is not couture. <laughs> Carson says that if they open a casino in the Vatican, she is totally getting hired. He says it's beautiful and wish the joint was fabulous. Michelle says there is a missing persons report looking for Alana Glazer as they didn't find her. She says the hair was okay in the end. Dove says Alana Glazer is so charismatic and she thinks that she has so much fun and she didn't think she had fun. The joy was missing in her eyes. Georgia says she shut down immediately and Rue tells her to not get down on herself because she does that. She says they will all they were all equally as bad. And it's like <laughs> you like her, you appreciate her, you know what's gonna make her feel better. Tell her that she was as bad as everyone else. Yeah, I thought that was I laughed at that. That was funny. Yeah. That you've never heard Ruby like you all sucked and like in a in a nice way almost. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will give it a praise it. I am gonna say sacrilege. I'm not Ooh. feeling the I'm audience. Gonna... 70% praise it, 30% sacrilege. Fair. Lady Camden. Um, she worships the Spice Girls, and I am going to predict that the prompt that they were given was worship and not holy couture. Because of what we've heard from the other people, I think it's worship. Yeah, I, that makes a lot more sense. Um, because we know there have been definitely been times that I, I know through working with Honey when she was going on the show that they'll give you a prompt and then what they say on the show is not the same right. for reasons like this. Right. Yeah. I think that makes sense too because who's going to like 
holy couture, nobody, even if you worship the Spice Girls, you're not going to be like, oh, holy couture. Exactly. Spice Girls. Like if you were doing, if, if it said holy couture, you would have gotten Met Gala looks. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's very Spice Girls. It fits in that sense. Otherwise, the cross is as close as religious as we're going to get. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate because it's a good look. I, yeah, I actually really, I really like the look. I love the hair. I love how she has a piece of each of the Spice Girls that she was like calling out. It's this person's hair, this person's yeah. face. You know, like I, I like that. Um, but it was not holy couture. No. Dove says the look is in her favor as it doesn't stack up to the rest of the looks on the runway. Carson says it looks Halloween costuming. Michelle says she was very theatrical, but it wasn't the best performance ever. And Rue says Shakespeare was fun, but it wasn't funny. I, I'm very mixed because it didn't fit the brief the way that we thought it was presented, but I do like the look. So in that sense, I am going to praise it. Yeah, me too. And if it is costumey, I would like to know where I could get it for Halloween. Yeah. Like <laughs> um, the audience, 32% Praise it. 68% sacrilege. Finally, we got Bosco. It's sexy, slutty, and naughty. Bosco claims it is the first ever habit reveal in Drag Race history. Sadly, she didn't see the double habit reveal in Canada's Drag Race too, and the editors have done her very dirty there. <laughs> um, that being said, the huff heels are funny and campy, but I'm a bit bored. I need a wow moment from Bosco on the runway. I'm not getting it yet. Yeah, I... So I love a habit reveal. I, I have a number where I do that. Yeah. Um, I think her makeup looks stunning. The look is good, but it's not as elevated and it is more literal to the holy couture, if you will. Right. The best part about it is the hoof heels because there's no heel. I don't understand how they work. I like her foot is a hoof. <laughs> I just don't get it. You gotta go get a pair and, and, because apparently they're more comfortable than actual heels. I don't get it. I don't understand the physics of it. It doesn't make sense because um, she should have fallen, but yet Diabetti fell. <laughs> All right. Carson says that she is making a habit of impressing him on the runway. <laughs> he says it's a devilish and villainous. Dove says it is elevated and elegant, and she didn't know what type was in, her type was until she walked out on the runway. Dove says Gwyneth has love behind the eyes, but she was dragged down and a downer. Michelle says she chose to do another one without a personality, and she says it with love. She buys into all the shit that Gwen sells, so she appreciated it, but she was funny last week, so she got in her own way this week. Bosco says she tried to outthink doing a character, and she sees it didn't work. I'm going to... I, I like it. I'll give it a praise it. Yeah, I praise it too. Audience, 71% praise it, 29% sacrilege. Now, obviously, before they get into the critiques, Michelle says that they have been performing amazingly well, and she knows personally what they can live up to, but she is speechless with Snatch Game. She didn't know where everyone went, so she went on an investigation. Um, and our investigation is who killed Snatch Game, and apparently the cast of season 14. Will Snatch Game return? Of course it will. Is there something that can be done to revitalize it? No. It's not that the format's broken. It's, it's the choices and the contestants. I, I I know this is a crazy thing and I've been saying it for years because we've been having some bombs of snatch games in recent memory. You have to pick the right character. Yeah. There, there, there have been people who have not even been, been selected for snatch game that if you can do it well, will be great. We haven't seen Lucille Ball. We haven't seen Judy Garland. These, these are LGBTQ icons. We got a guy, the future contestants. 
I mean, I do my best when my my colleagues and friends audition for their audition tapes. They'll tell me certain characters. I'm like, I wouldn't do that. And they're like, no, it'll be great. It'll be funny. And I'm like, that's why you're doing the show. But then there are other people like you, that's it. That's it. That'll be great. It really comes down to character choice and how you can interpret the character for your own. There, there are definitely people out there who say SNL is dying. SNL will never die because the comedy is always going to be there. And when you can do impersonation, it's still going to be funny. So take a note out of SNL. Keep watching it. Yeah, I think one note that I think Dub said it in this episode was this is not an acting challenge. It's a comedy challenge. It is. And I think those, that is a very distinct difference that everybody goes into this thinking you are becoming the character, right. but you are elevating you're becoming a caricature of your choice right that is right. you don't have to be a good actor you have to be a good comedian those are not mutually exclusive you can do comedy and be bad at acting or have no personality i.e uh aquaria when she was melania trump right stupid but played it very well um there's been other like you know not boring queens because aquaria is stunning but like queens that are not the big personality like Deja that pick characters and do it well just based on the comedic factor so and then or we see who, queens who are actually comedy queens yes. take a character and excel so well there's a reason why we will always talk about little Edie and um uh uh uh, uh la Krem's, um uh what what was no, not Judy Dench. Um, I'm blanking right now. I'm so fucking tired. Snatching guy. Uh, well, and Paul Lind. Paul Lind was hilarious. Uh, but no, there's there's a reason why we will remember these characters. It's because they are comedians who know how to take the piss out of the characters. So hire me. I'll help you out. I gotcha. Maggie Smith, Ben de la Crown. That's it. Correct. Well, I'm just so tired, friends. I need a break. Oh my god! Could you imagine if I put someone else on Block Talk to host for a season? That would be amazing. <laughs> I need an intern. Anyway, Rue calls Deja out and says she's the winner of the week, and she gets five thousand dollars, and she's no longer the Susan Lucci. That'd be a bad snatch game choice. I think it would be funny if people even know who remember who Susan Lucci is. It's a whole different generation. <laughs> it is. Um, seven remain. They all snatch attention for all the wrong reasons. They are all up for elimination. Is this season 11 all over again? Maybe so. No, no, no. They will be lip syncing for their lives in a lip sync Lollapalooza Smackdown to determine who will sashay away. Deja is safe from elimination. Obviously, the math is seven. It doesn't really work out. So I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of weird three person lip sync moment, which is going to be unfortunate. Um, Let's generalize on Tuck because overall, what a boring episode. Basically, um, Georges's family is big and they all love her and support her. Um, they all want her brother because he is a homosexual as well. Um, that's a thing. I hate whenever my brother would come to a show and everyone would hit on him. I'm like, look at him. Does he look gay? Are you fucking blind? So um, and he- the funniest thing for me, not funny, but the weirdest thing for me about the George's family talk was I didn't know I couldn't tell her dad her brother and her mom and her grandma apart in the front row Correct. I was like these are all of the same people <laughs> listen listen I mean 
age is a thing we're all sometimes we have children when we're younger and we look younger when we're older whatever it's a thing someone on twitter the other day who i like have a crush on whatever i think he's maybe like 20 whatever fine i like him younger doesn't matter he tweeted oh my god i can't believe my dad's almost 40 and i was like i'm 35 i could be your dad we're done we're done it's over crush is gone um, so I'm really having some issues in life. Maybe I need some willow pill psychedelics. Yeah. Um, I will say one, th- the thing that annoyed me the most about Untucked, other than it being boring and Jasmine <laughs> making it about herself right away was iconic. Um, but then George's like dry heave crying. <laughs> yeah. As if she's never left home before. Right. Like, girl, you've been gone for what? Six weeks? Like, calm the fuck down. Like, if someone, yourself- <laughs> yeah, if, if, if I was on a reality show and I got a message from home, I would be like, oh, okay, cool, fine. I, 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 now, listen, I could, I could be totally wrong. Get me on Big Brother. And when it happens, I can, you'll watch me stop. But I just feel like the connection that I have with my, my family, it, it's there, but I'm there for a goal. I, y'all are out of my mind. Um, like, yeah, was- no. She was like inconsolable. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a lot. Um, and then Dove Cameron came out and her words were fine. Um, her hair was cute. She looked really good. <laughs> yeah. She cute. Um, congrats, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, right. <laughs> New York City's Dove Cameron impersonator. Um, I got some burning questions to wrap this up. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why do you think VH1 and World of Wonder wants to drag out a season when they can keep striking gold internationally with a 10 to 12 episode season? Ooh. I don't I don't know. I, 10 I have no to 12 is the money zone. Right. So 6 to 8 a little too short. 16 a 4 month season is way too long. I, I'm, what are we I, doing? I wonder if it has to do with the production schedule of all of the random shit that they filmed last year, like uh, that singing one, superstar drag, superstar song. of the universe? Yeah, whatever the fuck that was. Wow. That all-stars are, you know, UK versus the world. Like there's so many things filming last year that I wonder if like there was just production schedule issues that this had to go on. I don't know. Cause there's no other. I, I, so like what my feeling is there now that they're on VH1, VH1 has a history of elongating their shows. Same with MTV. Like the challenge used to be like a, a quick two month thing. Amazing. And when it comes back, it's so exciting. It's back. Um, Cause it's selective. It's not all year long. They want drag race. All, all the time. Yeah. Um, so it really does affect the flow of the season. So my question now is, based on the preview, maybe it wasn't this episode, but was this Lollapalooza planned? Because the judges are both Ross and Carson. They were both present for this. I can't imagine that they're on call all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I have theories. Um I think they they were that maybe they knew this was not going to be a great episode and they were gonna be able to have an excuse to say they all bombed. But because also- you, you could have put Camden as safe. You could have potentially, I I personally with the look would have put um, Jasmine safe. You, there were people you could have put safe. 
that's that was going to be my thing earlier was we have always seen the runway save a bad snatch game except for here right yes. if you do really well on the runway if you do really well on the runway you can likely make up for a bad snatch game and right. nobody had that opportunity which i think is weird um right. but also like in the back of my mind is a stupid chocolate bar thing like how is right. that going to play into the into the lip sync i i mean the meme the meme is hilarious like if the person who gets eliminated is the chalk ball holder then the show's over i quit i'm done um but i would not be surprised at this point i saw a meme that was that pulled down was like it's moldy <laughs> right it, <laughs> not saying it's chocolate saying it's moldy <laughs> now i ask this every single time but i want to know because you said you had an opinion earlier after 10 episodes the winner of the season is willow pill hands down i fucking wow. love her so I can see it happening. I could definitely see a Willow win. I after this week, I'm not sure. I because I I've been very 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 high on Lady Camden. Uh, oh. Not sure this week helped her. I'm still high on Angeria. Um, I see it as those three right now. Bosco, I'm she's getting a lot of airtime, but I'm still not. She doesn't feel like a winner. Yeah, that's true. Um, I need something to happen. Um, but what I'm going to say right now is if any of them, any of them get the chocolate and come back, does that hurt their chances? I, I don't know. I, I mean, somebody has the chocolate. It has to, it has to be a dramatic elimination that then saves them. It has this, this has to be produced. The chocolate needs right. to get. Because right now for me, I feel like I personally think Daya is out of it. I think Jasmine is out of it. I think Georges is out of it. And I think Deja is out of it. So we have four and four. If those four that I think are out of it get the chocolate bar in return, it was a twist. It happened. We got another extra week with that person. If it's the one of the other four, if it comes down to like one win or whatever, that person who has the chocolate bar and comes back in the finals, that may drop them out of it. Right. I, I'm wondering if, because we haven't seen a lot of these people lip sync yet and we have no idea how willow pill or angeria are going to perform the lip sync right. mala perusa again because i love willow in my mind she does really bad next week but has the chocolate bar and everybody's happy because she's back yeah in race yeah i mean here's the thing i am a diehard survivor fan big big time big time We've had one season where someone who was eliminated came back into the game and ended up winning the season. It threw everything to commotion. It happened. It could happen here. It could throw everything into commotion, and it's just a, a talking point for the season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm someone who says once you're eliminated, your chances of winning should be almost zero, and you have to really force yourself to win. So yeah, we'll see. But yeah. I'm excited that we don't have a clear-cut winner. Yeah, no, me too. I think it makes it interesting because it's any, it literally is anyone's game. They say that, but it actually truly, it could be anybody because they're all, they're all uh, average right yeah. now. <laughs> well, where can we find you on a not average social media, not average Venmo and not average projects? Yes. You can find me at the real Emerald star uh, on every social platform on Venmo, PayPal, cash app, all the things. Um, and you can buy one of my Emerald Star t-shirts on 
uh, Instagram. So lots of places to find me, lots of shows. I actually have a gig in two hours. Um, if you're in DC, come to Pictures. This won't even air. Uh, for the Ukraine benefit. <laughs> fun. Yeah. Well, thank you for bearing with my crazy ass schedule and thanks for being here. Always yeah, a pleasure to have you. It's fun. I'm, when we planned this, I was not expecting this episode. And <laughs> neither was I. I'm yeah. honored that I got this shit show to shit on. So thank you for having me. A big thanks to Emerald for coming on. Subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.